Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what we want. I'm your host, Kayleen Seuss. My intention is to offer deep breaths, high vibes, and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. Let's get to it. Hello, friends. How are you? I hope you are feeling the calm, easy, magical vibes today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing as you listen to this. I just want to send you a big hug. (laughs) I know that's not something that we're able to do in person right now, but we'll get back to hugging someday. And in the meantime, I just want to like squeeze you with all of my love and let you know how much I appreciate you being here for you taking the time to connect with me on Instagram and via email. It has just been so amazing to hear your feedback on the most recent episodes that I've released and just to connect with you. It's, you know, I just love talking about all of these different, you know, vibe and magic and all of this stuff. It's just something that really inspires me. And it's amazing to know that you're finding connection to yourself and to ease and magic in your everyday life through listening to the podcast. Before we get into the episode today, I want to share two exciting things going on with my work and opportunities to work with me if you're interested. The first is an update on my coaching. So this all kind of grew out of the Magical May virtual retreat that I hosted earlier this year. At that time, I offered connection calls to those of you who wanted to have extra support or guidance through that retreat. And in that experience, several of the women who did those connection calls wanted additional coaching. So I put together a series of calls. Four calls feels like the right number to kind of get going on that journey. And typically when I'm coaching with somebody, um, it is about alignment and intention and finding ease, finding magic with very specific but easy and actionable practices. So in the 45-minute calls, we'll kind of talk through how are your intentions going, where are you feeling challenges or blocks, how can we move through that in a way that feels aligning and easeful, and what's maybe a new way to look at a problem, you know, kind of just work through some of those things together. And after every call, I follow up with a really robust email, like the emails that I put together for my clients, I'm quite proud of, and they are really like aligning and fun for me to put together. But I kind of summarize all the things we talked about. I provide ideas for action items and things to work on. And it's never like hardcore goal setting or anything like that. But if you know, journal prompts and intentions and rituals and that sort of thing. So right now, there's an opportunity to sign up for Continued Connection, which is a series of four calls over the course of four months. And it's really about setting intentions, connecting to intuition, cultivating practices for presence, experimenting with flow and ease, 
and finding meaning and magic in the mundane. Like so much of our everyday life can get quite monotonous. And I really think that that is about perspective and appreciation and just learning to view things in a little bit of a different way or bring a different energy to those things. So we kind of work through those different topics through a 45 minute call. And right now the continued connection calls are really exciting to me because my idea is to have them align with the moon cycle. And if you're listening to this episode live, there was a new moon on Tuesday. And so if we, if you sign up now and we can kind of line up your next several calls with the new moon, it'll be really fun to watch that shift in energy from here till the end of the year. Because four months from now brings us right into November I am kind of toying with the idea of not working or adjusting my work in such a way, taking a deeper sabbatical in December. So I may not be coaching at the end of the year, but through November feels really like what sounds right for me right now. So if you're interested in working with me, if this is something that sounds like fun and exciting and inspiring to you, go to the website, celebratecultivate.com, click on coaching and virtual retreats, and you'll be able to find the continued connection offering there. There's also other coaching packages that you can sign up for. So if you want to start out with something a little bit smaller, like just that connection call, you can go ahead and do that as well. So go check it out and, you know, let me know if you have any questions. I'm here for you. And if it sounds like a fun idea to work with me, I would love to work with you. Speaking of November and December, <laughs> I know that it's like still almost 100 degrees here in Austin, but the end of the year is approaching. And this is my favorite time of year to build my children's home library. And now that we are staying home through COVID and haven't really gotten out in the world, I think reading and home libraries have become an even bigger thing. Parents are relying on, you know, activity books and sticker books and chapter books and read alouds and all of the things that can be accessed in a book. And I am a consultant for Usborne Books and More, which is a company that sells amazing books. They're high quality, engaging, educational, and beautiful. I became obsessed with these books in 2018 and my love for them has just grown more and more as I get new orders of books, as I explore additional titles as my children get older. But basically, my obsession for books has been lifelong. But with children's books, it was like, Owen was a brand new baby and I was starting to read to him and I was really like unsure of what books I should buy or how to grow my children's library, like what would be the next right step for him. And also I started to feel really disconnected and bored with the books that I was reading to him. And so I came across this company. I started to follow a few women on Instagram that sell Usborne books. And it was just like it connected, right? Like I was so intrigued by them. And then I just love the book. So now I'm a consultant and I help my friends and my customers grow their home libraries and find the right books for their children. And one of my favorite things to do is to build a custom wish list 
based on a theme or something that your child's interested in, like a topic like dinosaurs, or even just like what you want them to learn about, which could be telling time or sharing or whatever. So if that's intriguing to you, the wish lists are free. Um, send me a DM on Instagram and I would be more than happy to build you one. And you can also you know, set up a call if you wanna talk through like what books your kids love, what challenges you're facing, whatever. I would just love to connect with you and kind of help bring books to your home because it's such a joy. And this time of year, especially like as we head into the holidays, like I'm really excited about the Halloween books again, because those have been packed away in storage and we have a bunch of new titles that I'm going to get. So yeah, I'm just really excited about books. And if you're a parent (laughs) and you want some help with your books, let me know. I'm here for you. Okay. Now let's get on to the episode. Today I want to talk about jealousy, which I know is a super, super high vibe topic that we would all love to talk more about, but really it has the idea of jealousy. It's something that like kind of came at me from a few different angles recently in conversations with different women, my friends, clients, just this idea that like when somebody has something that we want and it it feels like jealousy for me is something that almost was expected. Like it was something that was put upon me in the sense of like growing up as a girl, I just felt like jealousy was inherent in the girl culture that I was a part of, like in high school or even younger, like just like, oh, I'm so jealous of her. Like it's just like, it has this like weird, sticky, yucky feeling to it. And it really stood out to me when I had a few friends say like, oh, I'm so jealous of blah, blah, blah about me. And then I was talking to a girlfriend and I said that I was jealous of her. And I was like, wait a second, you know, like, let's really, let's dive into this. So like, what is jealousy and when does it come up? I mean, I think it's that sense of feeling like you want something that somebody else has, right? Like you feel jealous. And a lot of times, that feeling comes from a sense of like, for me, a sense of lack, like I'm lacking something that she has, or I'm not good enough to get what she has, or I'm not a hard enough worker. Like it all comes from this, like the should feeling of, of lack and scarcity. And when I think about the times that I feel jealous and when I want something, you know, a lot of times it comes from like, oh, if somebody looks like she's super put together, like everything she does is easy and effortless. And of course, that's because usually when I'm looking at somebody and like, oh gosh, she has it all together. I'm looking at like her end product. I'm looking at that result or I'm looking at a picture from a magazine or whatever. And I'm just like, oh gosh, like that's so... I want that, but like you don't see the the time that has passed, the refinement, the learning, like the connections, potentially some effort, right? Like you're not seeing that full journey, you're just seeing like that end result. And that end result is really like a feeling, a feeling of being put together, a feeling of ease, a feeling of effortlessness. Those are things that I have access to within myself right now. Like I can I can tap into those energies. I can tap into those feelings, but it's just sometimes 
when you see somebody else and you, it's like you think that you can't get that. The other thing that I think comes up a lot with jealousy is relationships. Like when I was single, I would look at people in relationship and think, gosh, I want that. Or when I was in a serious relationship, but then I had friends that had babies, I would think, gosh, I just want to get married and have babies. And now on the other side of it, being married and having children, there's this whole other realm of jealousy that comes from like trying to conceive and family planning and not knowing how many children you want to have or being done with kids or not done with kids or only wanting one. Like there's like all these different complex little components of things that you can find jealousy in. And that's really where some of my conversations recently have come from because I have two really good friends who just had babies who are feeling they're in a very specific season of life. When you have a newborn It is like living in a tunnel, (laughs) a tunnel of no sleep, diapers, feeding, like managing a whole new existence in a, in a very, and I can't even, I can imagine what it would be like to have a newborn during COVID. I can imagine it, but I, and I can empathize with it, but that is not my experience. But I think that it's probably even heightened to what it normally is, which is like really intense. So if you're in that newborn phase or if you are at the end of your pregnancy, like at each step of this early childhood journey when you're raising babies, like there's a lot of room for jealousy because you're like, gosh, I just want to sleep. Like you can be jealous of other people's sleep and it becomes really basic. But some of my two of my girlfriends that have new babies are feeling that sense of wanting for what I'm doing, which is like working and building my business and expressing my creativity. And then at the same time, I have also a feeling for me, feeling jealous of them because they've got brand new babies. And I love a brand new baby. That is like one of my favorite, favorite things. And so it's just really interesting how there's this dynamic of us wanting what the other person has because we're feeling like a sense of lack within our own life but not being able to see the the goodness and the richness that exists within our own so it's it's really a example of contrast which I'm going to get to in a little bit but you know the other realm where jealousy comes up a lot is in business of course because we see that shiny result of someone else doing something and thinking gosh I really want that or how does she have that or whatever that the words are in your head so Jealousy is absolutely a form of contrast, and we just talked about contrast a few episodes ago, so you can go back and listen to that if you haven't yet, but basically, it's contrast is information about what our mind and what our desires are craving, so I think under the feeling of jealousy lives that feeling of desire, that feeling of wanting, and underneath that, there's room for us to examine, like, what is that really asking for? And then how can you give that feeling to yourself now? So in the examples of my friends that have brand new babies, like, they are wanting 
a feeling of a connection to who they used to be before they had babies, which was creative and productive and a part of society. Because when you have a brand new baby, you don't feel like you're part of society. You feel like very beholden to that brand new thing. At least that's been my experience with brand new babies. You're just like in the thick of it. And so when you feel that way, if you have the opportunity and the space to think about it, like what are those feelings that I'm craving? It's Well, you know, maybe just doing a small creative project or giving yourself 15 minutes on Pinterest to create a new vision board or answering some emails and like actually being able to like cross something off the list. Whereas for me, when I'm feeling jealousy about their baby snuggles, like I have two humans in my house that were my babies. They were in my belly. Like I can snuggle them. I can smell their stinky little heads and like just soak up that love that I feel for them in a new form. Like they're not newborns anymore, but they're definitely still mine and I can still love on them. So I think it's thinking about like, what is that desire really asking for? And how can I give that to myself and feed that in a really healthy, abundant, appreciative way. Another place where we have to talk about jealousy is Instagram. And before Instagram, it was blogs, but no matter where you're encountering, or Facebook, but wherever you're encountering this digital jealousy, if you have any, which I feel like it's just human, right? Like this is just a human feeling that we have. And I think it's interesting to examine it. And one of the ideas that I'd like to offer up is if you're encountering jealousy when you're scrolling on your phone, do you have that same feeling when you're flipping through a magazine? Because I don't, I probably would guess that you don't because when we look through magazines, if you still do that, which I love magazines, they're like one of my favorite things. But when I flip through a magazine, like I'm, I know it's highly curated. I know that it's edited. I know that it's been put together and there's advertisers in there. I know that it's a hustle and a grind to put out a magazine. Like the magazine business is a challenge right now, but we don't look at Instagram in the same way, though I would recommend that we do because it is another form of media and it is edited, it is curated, there are advertisers, like it is a very similar thing, except that we are the individuals responsible for curating. So I talk a little bit about this in my digital sabbatical episode. I'm also offering that align online coaching. If you're looking to find alignment online and need some guidance through that. But basically, when you're on Instagram, if you are feeling that sense of like, oh, I'm not doing anything in my life. I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not creating anything. I'm not being productive. I don't have cool enough crafts for my kids. I need to get a new, a whole new decorative approach to my entire house. Like those feelings that we can sometimes get, those thoughts that you can have in your head, that is like totally normal. That is something that I think a lot of people experience. And also, You can dial that back by cleaning up your feed, by centering yourself, by acknowledging the amount of effort and energy that often goes into an Instagram post, 
And just to kind of think about how can I find alignment and ease in this experience versus that sense of like wanting and craving and desire and jealousy that can sometimes come up. So I think it's just kind of like having compassion and understanding for like, okay, it makes sense that I want this. This is helpful contrast, looking underneath those feelings and also just giving yourself permission to unfollow and mute and clean up your Instagram act or take a break from it. Like so many people I talk to now are stepping away from the app to give themselves a little bit of nourishing space and comfort in knowing that like you don't have to live by this one digital experience because you don't. Your life is so much bigger than that. And if you find inspiration from it, that's also amazing. It's all good. One of the things that I think about with jealousy is that kind of like on the flip side of that coin lives community connection and expansion. So if there are people in your everyday life who you really love and admire and you're feeling jealousy with them, I think it's okay to test out expressing that sensation. Like with one of my girlfriends, I told her um, that I was feeling jealous of where she is in life and what's going on with her. And then I immediately said, like, I'm really embarrassed to say this. And I don't even know if that's like the right word, if jealousy is like the true description of how I'm feeling. But just kind of having that open dialogue with her, do you know what she said right back to me is, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I have felt that same way. So I think it's this like, comparison trap that we can kind of fall into and wanting to know where we stack up in the world. Like I know for me, I think it's in my Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram 8, um, which is about, I don't even know. I'm not an Enneagram expert, but I feel like the Enneagram 8s are like the hardcore ones. But there's something about my Enneagram that's unique in a little bit of a sense that I need to know where I am within society. And I think my desire to know that can feed a sense of comparison and can feed into a little bit of jealousy. So I think even just looking at language and examining that further, and here are some examples. Like when you're feeling, is it really you're feeling jealousy or is are you feeling something else? Like where you are really makes me remember the best part of the early baby days. Like that is an expression of like, oh, I wish I had a little baby. No, it's reminding me of those things that were so precious and good. And also in that feeling, I'm not remembering like having to wash the sheets 6,000 times or having to do like so much laundry or, you know, wash bottles and all of the things that are like really hard about having a newborn. So you can also like in the example of my friends who have babies looking at me, they can say, you seem so inspired and driven right now. I really miss feeling that way. Like that is another way to express that feeling of jealousy or You know, if it's somebody who's doing something you've just really thought about and dreamed about, but you haven't done it yet, you can say, you're doing something that I've been dreaming about. I want my own version of that. And you can express this outwardly to them, or you can just look within yourself. Like you get that like green card of jealousy that flashes up in your mind. And then you can also give yourself the space to think, okay, what does this really mean? How can I 
how can I approach this feeling with a little bit of compassion and give it some more gentle words to describe how I'm feeling? So from that comes that sense of connection to yourself, but also to your community and being able to express how you feel to the people in your lives that you admire and that you appreciate and that you find so much inspiration from. Lacey Phillips, I'm not sure if you follow her, if you've listened to her podcast. I actually am not like up on her work at the moment, but I listened to her stuff a while back and she's the first person I knew of who used this term expander, which is somebody who is doing something and she uses it in relation to manifesting, but it's essentially someone who you can look to to say like, wow, they did this. I feel very expanded by the fact that they did that. It makes me feel good and inspired because I want some of that. So you could be jealous of somebody or you could be expanded by them. Just sometimes seeing that somebody has done something opens up your eyes to the fact that you can also do it. So I think it's helpful to see other people thriving in ways that inspire you. And if you have never even recognize that something is expansive, even that can just kind of like lift the burden of what jealousy could feel like and help you feel a sense of ease and expansion and and joy in that same expression of that same feeling, like a new expression of the same feeling. Another thing when it comes to feeling jealousy that might be interesting to try is just getting centered and asking your inner voice for guidance. Asking questions like, do I need to take action on this thing, this feeling? What is this feeling telling me about myself and my relationship with this other person? You can journal on it. You can talk it out in you know a voice memo app on your phone you can meditate on it you can in the shower like let that idea kind of rumble around in your mind or even on a walk or a run just kind of like let this concept of am I feeling what's underneath this jealousy and how can I use it to expand myself how can I utilize it as contrast what is the What is like the easy, gentle feeling that lives underneath this thing that might feel sticky and gross? Because again, at the beginning of the episode, I mentioned like when I think of jealousy, it makes me feel like a middle schooler. (laughs) And so when I'm experiencing jealousy, I automatically just feel like, like that is not how I want to feel. I do not want to go back to middle school, but I think that I have grown a little bit since then. And so I am trying to be gentle and and compassionate with that human part of myself and also just know there's so much goodness underneath that feeling and there's a lot to appreciate. So as you're working through this, as you're kind of playing around with these ideas, another good thing to consider is just at, you know, to release it because it's a feeling so it can move through you and you can let it go. And releasing it can look like a million different ways, but I often find for myself that when I talk it out or when I write it out or when I share it here on the podcast or I whisper it to a friend, even just bringing some light to that darkness helps ease it up. So I hope this is helpful. I hope that it resonates. I would love to hear from you. As I wrap up for today, I do want to share another review because these have been making me feel so abundant and so appreciative. So here is a review from Apple Podcast. 
Ash Strohs wrote, Weekly Magic. I first started listening to Kayleen through her podcast called That's Pretty Woo and immediately felt like I was listening to a friend. Kayleen discusses different topics in a way that allows her listeners to process the ideas while also experiencing their own thoughts and experiences. One of the things I really love about Kayleen and her work is that she takes the time to connect with her community of listeners. Thank you for all that you share, Kayleen. I can't wait to keep listening. So thank you, Ash. That means so much to me and I love connecting with you Um, and I hope that we will continue to connect and grow as a community. If it feels aligning to write a review or share this episode with a friend, please do. And if you're not already getting the newsletter, you can sign up at celebratecultivate.com. Each week I share a playlist along with other things that I'm into, where I'm finding inspiration, what I'm reading, what I'm watching. It's just another way to connect with me. And I am finding so much joy in putting these emails out. So I hope you enjoy reading them. I really hope today's episode helps you shift any feelings of jealousy that you might be having into a higher, more aligning vibe or helps you let go of it completely because we do not need it. You know, it's we don't have to carry that around with us if we don't want to. So I love you, friends. I appreciate you. I'll be back next week. And in the meantime, I just hope you find some magic in your everyday. Thank you so much for listening. Visit CelebrateCultivate.com for links and notes from today's conversation. Follow along on Instagram at CelebrateCultivate and connect with me at Kayleen Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.